there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one illuminating page of Talmud every day. And in today's pages, to both 11 and 12, we see a lot about intimacy. Now, a lot of it is about virginity, a subject that we have discussed at some length in our previous tractate, Yevamot. But hiding there, right smack in the middle of the daf of the page, it's kind of an interesting observation. Have a listen. Abayah said, conclude from it, that in Judea too, there are different places with different customs, as it is taught in the Baraita that Rabbi Yehuda said, in Judea, at first, they would seclude the groom and bride together for a brief period before their entry into the wedding canopy so that he would grow accustomed to her companionship in order to ease the awkwardness when they would consummate the marriage. This incredible moment of saying, like, guys, we know it's strange. Uh, you know, we know what we ask you to do. We know the kind of momentous uh, nature of the event that's about to transpire. We will just create the sacred space of intimacy for just a few moments before you become man and wife to help me unpack this physical, emotional, sexual, spiritual, transcendent moment. It is my great pleasure to welcome back to the show, straight from the mean streets of New York, the host of 49 Days to Stretch My Soul and other podcasts that you should absolutely listen to. Hello to you, Rabbeinu Kylie Unel. Hello from Central Park. <laughs> you were very right. The New York noises are loud and very real. What what other place <laughs> is there to speak of, of being in, in glorious seclusion? So tell me. Uh, as as someone who spent a lot of time studying the mystical and emotional side of of Jewish rituals, when you read about something like this, and obviously we we live in a world in which many people do not, uh, you know, observe their virginity or preserve their virginity prior to marriage, but but this moment that the Talmud describes today of seclusion, of getting accustomed again in order to ease the awkwardness, what 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 do you make of it? Oh my God. I think it's so profound. I'm I'm blown away by it because it's just so on point. I am in a serious relationship, a long-term relationship, and I experience this firsthand. Like you kind of, you meet somebody and you think that you know them. And then it takes all of the things that you experience over the course of, we've been together for seven months to really know them. And obviously the rabbis are not saying be in relationships for a year before getting married. And that's the alone time. But I think there's a way to extrapolate from that the necessity of knowing all the different sides of a person and kind of getting to know somebody on an intimate level, instead of just taking somebody at face value, I can say for myself for a very long time, I had like this image of perfection in my head when it came to who my partner would be. And I kind of, I took people at face value and just assumed I could make everything work and we wouldn't go like under the surface because it's really scary to explore parts of yourself and like the ugly parts of another person, maybe literally, but also just like the emotional parts and the, the trauma and all those things. And I think this is just such a beautiful indicator of the necessity of real intimacy and like what they're also what I also hear them saying is that relationships are awkward and hard and it's not like you come together and it's just this beautiful seamless thing like you really need to put in time to feel comfortable with somebody and even then it's still kind of awkward sometimes 
I'm so with you there. And also this this meaning of like, look, even though these rabbis lived in a particular moment in, in time, and even though the purpose of a, of a marriage uh, was, and some might say remains, procreation and continuation of, of the family, the people, uh, they're stopping to acknowledge that we're talking about two human beings here. <laughs> and totally. as such, totally. you, you can't just thrust people into a relationship, <laughs> even a sort of arranged relationship with someone you, you know, was selected to you by your family. There has to be a moment in which, exactly as you said, you're just there alone, looking at the other person as they truly are, because all of this is hella awkward. Yeah. Yes. I. It's so brilliant. I'm also just imagining two people in like very old times sitting in a room together who they, they haven't really met before and they're about to get married and they're just like, what's your favorite color? <laughs> just like getting to know each other in an awkward way. And I think even those experiences, I know like I try and avoid awkward experiences because they're so uncomfortable. But I also think what it's kind of saying is that you have to move through the awkward to get to a place of comfort. That's such a great point. Like how do you even do small talk in an <laughs> era before like, you know, pop culture? Like, so uh, what's what's your favorite beast of burden? <laughs> so you come you to this well often? Like what do, you, what do you say? What would you sacrifice? <laughs> what would bring you <laughs> it's true it's super awkward but i think for us too like it's a joke to think that it's less awkward now because we have the kardashians to talk about or whatever like kanye is doing right now like it's still awkward and i think it's almost more dangerous because we create this sense of false connection built on kanye and pop culture references and theirs is at least acknowledging the awkwardness and trying to get to something um, but I think it's really, it's just so brilliant. And it's such a pitfall of relationships where you go in and you just think you're going to be comfortable with somebody if you avoid all the awkward moments and everything's just really nice. And it's just not true. And and they have that baked into the freaking system. And like, how amazing is that? May we all be so lucky as to find these moments of getting to know another person and may we all be so lucky as to continue and learn from you kylie you know thank you for being our guest thank you this has been take one if you enjoy the show and i hope you do please go and rate and review us on itunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Ruskay and Quinn Waller. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Mark Oppenheimer, Sarah Fredman-Ader, Robert Scaramuccia, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You can find us on Twitter at takeone.fiomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic and we will see you again soon. <laughs>